Hello and welcome to episode 149 of our SAP on Azure video podcast. Today is June 29th and together with Robert and Goran, we're here to talk about anything related to SAP and Microsoft. Hello, everyone. Hi. Today, we have another really, really cool guest and scenario with us. Um, Michael Mergel joins us again. He has been on the show before, but this time he has created a really amazing demo with Power Virtual Agents, Azure OpenAI, and of course, SAP. When talking about these Teams integrations, we often talk about enterprise business scenarios, but it is very useful for IT as well. So Michael started to create a chatbot that can help SAP business colleagues, but then he did something even more amazing, and he will show us the power of prompt engineering and connecting it with SAP. But before we hand over to him, as always, let's quickly take a look at some of the news from this week. And Goran, we um, start with a blog post from Mary Chen. Yeah, so that's one of our uh, Microsoft Cloud Architects. She did some quick guy uh, for deploying SAP across the availability zones. Availability zones are always strongly uh, um, recommended. And she did some kind of nice uh, summary about what it is, you know, um, uh, how to choose it, you know, how to uh, find the latency, you know, how to map physical to the logical uh, zones across the subscription point into the scripts, how about the storages, how to check actually the um, availability of the different components. So quite, quite nice how to measure also some, uh, uh, I mean, um, uh, network latency from a networking mm -hmm. perspective, but also through the SAP means. Um, so quite, quite nice blog and always it's it's uh, quite nice overview. It's always good to remind people, yes, zones are the best way for the high availability and go, goes across the zones because it gives really the highest level of resiliency. Um, the next one would be, I believe, we talked in the past, um, Holger, about those Azure charts, right? Yes. Uh, however, we see that it's already, it's also being enhanced with the additional uh, additional contents, co uh, content, yeah. Um, so, um, I, I just for example, if you click on the topics, as, as an example, you know, what, what I noticed below That's right, fine. you have it on a, yes. a, a lower right corner of the year. Um, Sorry, it gives, that. that was the yeah. solutions. Let me go back and then I'll click on the topics. Uh, just a second. The, the thing is, it, it gives a kind of a nice overview. You know, you need to people need to play a bit, you know, uh, like topics you see. There is a reference architecture. Actually, it's interesting. I, I found this SAP somewhere be below, you know. So I, <laughs> if you find it, you know, uh, somewhere it's, I think, mentioned and yeah, SAP there. And if you click, you see it filters also it related to the virtual machine. So if you click it there, basically it just pulls out all the blogs and up or updates where anywhere SAP is kind of mentioned as an example. So it, it is a it, it is a nice uh, kind of yeah maybe a help also to browse through the really uh, a huge amount of uh, services and statuses and and then maybe we don't want to go through in the detail but people can just try it and 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 click click it around. It it is uh, helpful. It is a uh, quite helpful about 
information when something will be available, SLAs, and then then so mm -hmm. uh, quite uh, quite uh, quite 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 nice. If you click on it, just let you maybe try the SLAs as an example. On the top, you have also <laughs> uh, yeah there. Um, you have uh, the the current SLAs. You know, okay, for me it would be maybe interesting virtual machine. The orange part uh, in in the middle, you have it there. You know, so we said, uh huh, how how we are kind of measuring. You know, last update, you, uh, yeah, um, the more one ninety nine or nine percent, and then then yes, and so on and so forth. So yeah, just let let the people try it it's really yep. kind of nice it's 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 useful and it sometimes helps really it helps to to find uh, different cross uh, topics you know uh, where is what available which service are there and so on and so forth yeah cool so let's go for the next yeah, one <clears throat> moving on um, martin martin pankratz had started to publish um several security related um, um blog posts so um, on on how to use Microsoft Sentinel with SAP, and he just released another video actually, um, where he talks about uh, how um, Sentinel um, can be used. Um, yeah, again in the in the SAP context, and more specifically, um, he talks about these playbooks. Actually, maybe let me um, just play this in in the background. He, he talks about the playbooks basically, where um, you can use these Sentinel alerts that you get from the SAP system, and then you can trigger logic apps or, or these playbooks that then perform certain actions. So for example, he has a very popular scenario where um, a user can be locked um, in the SAP system if some suspicious um, activities has been detected. Always obviously with some um, um, additional approvals and teams and stuff like that. But I think it's a really nice scenario how also to see how, how this is evolving, how more and more of these um, playbooks are being created so that um, uh, customers can use them, yeah, really just out of the box uh, in in their own environments. Then um, moving on to another blog post. I mean, yes, this is not um, related to SAP specifically, but obviously we see a lot of customers also using BTP, the SAP Business Technology Platform. And for now, it's it's a very um, well, well, there are multiple ways how you can create services and stuff like that in the BTP, how you can um, subscribe um, to services and deploy them and, and make them available. But now um, there's a new thing, and that's um, there's now a Terraform provider for BTP, which means if you are already using Terraform, for example, to deploy your SAP systems on, on, on Azure, you can now also use Terraform to um, do similar stuff on the business technology platform. And I think that's also really nice to see SAP adopting um, these technologies, um, uh, yeah, so 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 that you, you don't need to jump to some proprietary technology that is uh, or, or tools that is provided by SAP, but really something that is very commonly used um, in the in the industry. Now switching topics a little to artificial intelligence, um, uh, Goran, you you found a very nice um, article about um, Mercedes Benz enhancing drivers' experience with Azure OpenAI. Yeah, so. You know, when I first first time when I saw the uh, OpenAI and Chat GPT, you know, so I said, okay, you put the chat, you put kind of any any question, and I thought, okay, um, I mean, okay, you are typing in, but basically today we have also, uh, I mean, quite good uh, services to, uh, I mean, recognize the voice, meaning to give the input not just by typing, by voicing, and also in a backward 
to synth synthetic voice, which are quite good. So basically, this is a kind of prototype what Mercedes-Benz and Microsoft are working in kind of the enabling chat GPT, so to say, through the voice control, you know, because you're driving, so to say, right? You can't <laughs> type it in while driving to get a different information like, um, um, uh, yeah, so there, there are kind of, um, different information where can i where can i uh, uh fill the gasoline you know where can mm -hmm. i find the restaurants i mean um and interesting what i also what you will i know soon mention it but they're also talking about you bring your own data so to say as a source right and, then, and that's actually okay yeah use your own data coming to public review you will i know you would mention it now but basically, I mean, uh, it's just an, a nice example. Uh, you can plug this th stuff for any kind of use case. And even more interesting, you can plug into any kind of data because, I mean, these AI needs some kind of data source. And this brings really to unlimited possibilities. So maybe you can talk a little bit more about yeah. the, um, uh, yeah, this, uh, this another uh, an announcement about uh, your own data, so to say, for example, in the next. Exactly. So I just wanted to say, so so this blog post here was, or this article was published on June 15th, and, and down here it says um, public preview to be announced, um, to be uh, coming later this month. And actually, we are later this month. <laughs> So um, this is now the announcements that Azure OpenAI can also use your own data. And that's actually something really, really powerful. If you have already access to the AI studio on, on Azure, then this has now been enhanced so that you can very easily upload your own documents or put them on an, on an Azure Blob Store or something like that. And then Azure OpenAI can leverage this data um, so 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 it's not only able to to access the, the public information or the, the, the information that was used to train the original um, GPT-4 model, but it now can also use this information that is um, available in your own documents. And that's that I think opens up a lot of new um, possibilities. If you um, upload manuals that you have in your um, in your environment, or if you upload some some other documents that you have there, then now you can very easily also use um, GPT to to interact with this specific data. So I think that is also really, really powerful. Good. So with this, actually, I think we have we've covered um, the, the the latest news. So let's actually um, yeah hand it over to Michael. Michael, maybe you can quickly introduce yourself. I mean, the last time you were here on the show, you talked about um, SDAF, the SAP Deployment Automation Framework, and how this can be integrated in DevOps. But this time, you you brought us something very very different. So before we go there, yeah, let's let's maybe quickly introduce yourself. Yeah. Thank you, Holger and Goran, very much for having me on the show again. So I'm Michael Magell, Cloud Solution Architect for SAP on Azure and uh, working for Microsoft since four years. Remember, Holger, we had our interview four years ago. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my job here is to make customers successful with their SAP workloads. Yeah? So that's it. Yeah. So I, I guide them to build solution that meets their demands in terms of business requirements, IT requirements. So before more from the infrastructure perspective, but now also um, more and more help them extend their capabilities. And um, yeah, in the area of automation, that's why I was already in the show with Terraform and Ansible, uh, but now also more security, monitoring, data and AI, or like we will see today with Teams and Power Platform integration, 
and even OpenAI. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, besides I'm practice lead for SAP on Azure practice in Germany. And in that role, I developed the team capabilities further and also streamline customer feedback towards the, the Azure engineering team. Fantastic. Yeah, so before I show the demo, I'd like you to better understand the involved components and um, how they are linked together. So therefore, let me first, first of all, um, share a presentation. Move next slide. So today I would like to present four use cases that one of my customers currently implementing. The first three, uh, we are, for the first three, we are looking into the yellow mark connector in the power platform. Yeah? So as a reminder here, we see all the connectors. Today it's about the SAP ERP connector in the power platform. So the ERP connector allows to, to run BARPs, so this business application programming interface uh, through the, this RFC, remote function calls in SAP. And so the connector offers an easy integration of SAP with Microsoft applications. Mm -hmm. And um, so currently customer is in the POC phase, but it really looks promising and we will see that in the demo later. So. Um, here are the four use cases. So the first one was born out of the idea or the problem that the customer has, the, the sub basis team has lots of work with end users that have troubles to do their work due to authorization issue or user lock issue or various things. So that's a self-service that will help the users to understand what's, what's wrong. And then they are pointed in the right direction to solve their, their problem. And the sub team will be relieved yeah, from lots of yeah. handling those issues. Then the second use case is, um, yeah, imagine a business user that uh, is waiting for a really critical job to complete. And uh, yeah, those jobs, we know it, they are important for, for example, that a certain business process in the factory knows what to do or yeah, could, could, be, could be anything. And uh, so business users are often waiting for that. And um, yeah, so that's a self-service where they can quickly check, hey, I would like to know what's what's the job doing, where is it? And uh, so this relieves, helps everyone and relieves as well the sub-basis team. Um, the third use case is, I think also really nice and quite resonates with a lot of customer I've noticed where I, I talked about uh, them with it. Um, so the downtime communication is always, taking a lot of time. You have to inform for different systems, different people uh, in different channels, mail, teams. You, you want to document the downtime in a SharePoint list maybe. And you have to inform the users that are logged on to SAP. So, so that's also now a communication of a downtime takes just a few seconds in, in the Teams chat. So that's also really nice. And last but and not least, <laughs> Michael, Michael, just just one thing that I just thought about is when you when you mentioned it, um, because it's not only about um, informing the user via the SAP GUI that there is a plant maintenance, but in a lot of cases there's additional communication that needs to happen. So instead of doing this logging on to the SAP GUI and then setting up the um, um, system message there with this Teams integration, now you have the possibility to not only do this but potentially also inform via other channels the users. 
Yeah, and what is important is that very often you miss people. And uh, oh, yeah. mm. with that, you only miss them once because if you have added then the, the other nice. group or, or yeah. people to the list, you will never miss them again. And yeah. and you can use the same process for, diff for, for different systems, different uh, um, uh, groups. So I think this is, yeah, looks simple and but but I think it's really powerful yeah? and um, yeah. actually this was a, a demand from the customer but then when the customer saw this use case he said oh wow that's so cool uh, can I also also talk in teams about my SAP data and then I thought oh wow that's 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 a tough one but actually then uh, it, it became so easy to to create this um, but yeah I, I will show you now um okay. first of all very briefly here the 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 architecture so we have the user in 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 teams and um, he is in teams we have linked here a bot so it this is just so easy to create a bot it's in five minutes with the power virtual agents uh tool in in the power platform and so he is asking the question uh, through the teams channel the, the bot then calls the power automate flow and in the power automate flow we have all those insane capabilities with, I don't know, hundreds of connectors. And so there's one connector, which is the SAP connector, where we can call RC BAPI. So the the flow is is through through this connector and we need a data gateway you know, to do protocol, protocol translation and we need some binaries. And then we call the SAP system and the SAP system does then what it's supposed to do when I call this certain uh, function call and pushes back the information. And um, that's what I use for um, the user management and, and the uh, job status check. And the next one, the communication of the plant maintenance is just an additional three steps where I use the um, Microsoft SharePoint Teams and Outlook connector to inform the relevant channels and people. Cool. Yeah. And um, then the last case, maybe the most really thrilling. I, I'm so fascinated about this. So um, the first one's already mm. cool, but this is uh, it's I'm I'm really so, so fascinated. So it's um, now as we have already now with this customer built the foundation. So we have the 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 power platform connected to teams we have we have everything there then we are just using another connector in the flow the http connector and we are pull, pulling the um pulling the um azure openai service so all the um the questions and the data that flows is is customer private it's in the azure subscription where he has the sap system so it's all private and um, then um the OpenAI will give us back the uh, SQL command, and um, and the SQL command is then triggered through a function app. Um, on on um, yeah, it's 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 running the command and uh, getting back from the sub HANA database directly the result, and then we push that back through the flow and and the chat to Teams, and uh, here we have all the possibility to format this. In, in tables, in adaptive cards. So I, I will show you in 
in a moment. So Azure OpenAI is the brain who figured out what kind of SQL, SQL statement should send to SAP, yeah. not us. You'll see in a second. Oh. This yeah. is it's, absolutely it, mind-blowing. Okay. It, it, right. I think it's it's really mind-blowing. And okay. um, yeah, I will stop the, I mean, maybe you would say, or customers watching this would say, hey, are you crazy going with SQL directly on my database? I don't want that. And um, totally understood, I get that. And so, um, I mean, this we are here just for the POC phase, but later on for sure we should uh, um, decouple those processes from the, from the production database. So the idea is to download uh, the data and run then queries uh, over data that is maybe in another database or in the Azure Data Lake. Or to be honest, um, Holger, uh, uh, Goran, the, the next the next step would be maybe used uh, what you just uh, presented the service in preview. I just put all the data um, on a on a on a blob storage, and then Azure OpenAI's AI knows it knows the data, and there is no SQL anymore in between. Yeah, right. it has yeah. the data, it knows it. Mm. It knows the data, and then I simply ask the questions and get the answers, and even even predictions or whatever. You know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's continue the discussion yeah. once we see the demo, because I think this is <laughs> absolutely. so absolutely amazing. And I think um, what what you've done there is is just the starting point. And I think if yeah. we if we spend a little more time on this, then um, everyone will see the, the the possibilities. But but before we go to the AI stuff. Let's uh, yeah. Let, let's take a look at the the other functionalities of your bot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so first of all, let's have the look on on the first three use cases, and um, let's quickly go through it. So for which so I I would like now to um, I'm an end user now. I would like to to check what's going on for my end user. So I I I choose one in in my self service, and this is just how I built the demo. This can look like anything what you want yeah so i'm now checking for my own user because i mean the user id is the same in in the in the microsoft or office or teams world like like um in in sap and so it knows i'm i'm nestor Wilke. that's that's my name here in the demo i have this role the user is not a lot everything is okay and, and just to emphasize, so, so this data is coming now really live from the SAP system. So the first steps in the flow are just um, welcome and then getting started to see what you want to do. And then here, you're actually making the call to the SAP system exactly like you outlined using BARPs, um, using the on-premises data gateway, connect to the SAP system, uh, fetch the data, uh, the relevant data, and then display it um, back yeah. in, in yeah. Teams. Yeah, and um, I can show you the, the flow. So it's it's a chatbot. You see the chatbot. It's it get it gets triggered. It can be triggered, or I can I get directed to it through the greetings um, yeah. topic. Yeah. So you see here, it's just I have to configure a couple of questions. So which SAD is it? My own user, the other user, some conditions. Yeah. If it's my own user, I I set the user my own user. If 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 it's another user, I have to ask which user is it. And then I run the flow. It's the subject user roles and status. So it's calling here the flow, and then it's giving back the information and uh, posting it, posting it in 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 Teams. And now I show you also the flow. 
sub user check and, and roll. So the, the flow, I mean, it's it's all like playing with Lego. You you just take building blocks and put this together. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 no code or maybe if yeah, I don't know, I'm not a developer. I cannot judge if if uh, parsing JSON. Yeah, so that there are a little bit of form formulas here. Like um, I need to pull out the yeah. Uh, a little, so a little bit of of parsing and but I think it's not programming or so. And if you don't know how to build this formula, you can always ask ChatGPT and you will get it instantly. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's it's really easy. So um, here I have I'm checking here if it's my own user or another user. And here I have I do a switch if it's uh, PM1 and PM4. And um, funny thing here, I, I lock the user before. If if I do it on another user, I lock it here so I can show how also how to unlock. But uh, yeah, we we will we will skip this for the sake of the time. So really easy. And then at the end, I push back to the power uh, virtual agents the result. So the the roles he has, what's the user status, is it locked or not, and the user I was checking if it was my own user or, or another user. Michael, just again, so in Teams, you are in Teams, then you use Power Virtual Agent to create the bot. Power yep. Virtual Agent calls a Power Automate flow. In this yep. Power Automate flow is all the logic to call the SAP system, retrieve the relevant information, and then you pass it back on, the result you pass back on to Power Virtual Agent, which then um, posts this information here in in the Teams channel. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly like, like you described nicely the, the picture I was showing before, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And uh, so the maintenance communication is is maybe let's do this also quite uh, quickly. So for which system I choose again PM1. There will be uh, a maintenance. Uh, let's say what what time is it? Okay, let's see. At um, 3 p.m. EST, let's say is the maintenance start. And it will end um, at uh, 6 p.m. C, oops, CST. What's the reason for the maintenance? Let's say it's an SAP kernel patch. We have to do something that happens from time to time. And so I get a question, is this really the maintenance that I would like to communicate? And yeah, that's correct. That's what I want. And now, so the Teams is in contact, like you described, with the Power Virtual Agent. The Power Virtual Agent is calling the flow with the different uh, actions. Maybe I, I show you the, 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 the specific flow where we communicate the maintenance and here we go so here we see you see all the runs yeah mm -hmm. and uh, let's go to edit and see what's going on there basically very similar to the to the one before but we have some additional additional steps where we also um send an email we post a card in the teams channel we add what we are doing in, in, in SharePoint. And uh, so here in Teams, you see the downtime has been communicated. And mm -hmm. uh, maybe as an example, let's go to the to the SharePoint. So I feel the maintenance planning. Let me order this newer to older. 
And here we go. So we have on PM1, we Fantastic, have in three hours yeah. a downtime with the sub kernel <laughs> and yeah, the mails and the other stuff. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. show this now for the sake of the time. So let's move on. What else do I have to do? Um, Hey, I'm really waiting that this SAP job is uh, need to be finished. Yeah, I'm using in, in a factory and I need to know um, yeah, what's going on. And um, when I get the information from this job, so I have this set up only on PM4 for now. So we have to go to PM4. And here I've set up some, some demo jobs so where we can see where we get some, some results. Nice. So again, I don't need to log in necessarily to the SAP GUI to check um, the transaction, to check the logs, but I can do this directly here from, yeah, from Teams. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, for, for the authorization part, I mean, we're using here a generic user yeah, to have it uh, yeah. quickly set up. Yeah. But I mean, the proper way is um, I'm, I'm the user, I'm going there with single sign on. And I mean, you have other videos on, on, on the channel where we explain how this can be achieved, but, um, yeah, that's, that's what, what, what we can, can do. And here we get the result, uh, the result and we see, Hey, um, there are jobs aborted and, and when, and what's the status, then another one is scheduled and then we have long running jobs and so on. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Super. But now we come to the highlight. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, this is already fantastic. Just to, to I mean, I, I really think this is super helpful for SAP basis colleagues um, that um, on the one hand, they, they can really now do a lot of things directly from teams. So they don't need to jump for, for a certain task into the SAP GUI. Um, but, but what I also really like was this, this um, communication, the, the maintenance communication, because yeah. yes, maybe I am the SAP guy and I'm already in the SAP GUI. So it would be very easy for me to schedule this message. But then, as we just said, um, maybe I want to track it in SharePoint. Maybe you want to send something in Teams and communicate. Maybe I want to send out an email and stuff like that. And with this, everything is combined in one workflow. I, I have the, the beautiful experience of doing these tasks in Teams, but then at the same time, it's it's not only, um, the, the message is not only um, created in the SAP system, but also in SharePoint, in Outlook, in Teams and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you nice. got the message the, here, right? Yeah. The so the message is also also yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, cool. cool. Really nice. Good. Are you ready? Yes, I'm Fasten, ready. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts. So I I can do it here in the um, uh, in the uh, here from the self service, but I think I I took this out because I mean it's it's maybe yeah. it's, it's different, yeah. It's something that maybe a, a different user group should use, and uh, certain authorization are required because you have access to to data, um, which is maybe sensitive. So yeah, anyway, so I put this into a different bot where we then can on a granular way. Um, provide authorization in a different way. And um, yeah, let me show this here. So what, <laughs> before we talked, Holger, it, it was just a one-shot questioning. Yeah, mm -hmm. I improved this a little bit. Now I have a conversation. I can ask follow-up questions. Okay. So, and, 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 uh, but not, maybe let's now start with, uh, I've prepared some, some question. Um, so maybe now for this demo, I would like to know, um, or no, I need to explain what's what's there. Yeah, so maybe most of the audience knows the SAP uh, flight demo data. So mm -hmm. uh, to flight. show here something, I need some data. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. So the flight demo data is an easy way to create uh, some 
some um, tables and data. And so that's that's the, the the tables we have. So we have a customer table. We have the the the, the flight bookings. Uh, we have the the flight connections, and then we have the schedules. We have the airlines, and we have the airports. Um, there, there are a lot of data. Is a lot of data in there, but for sure you can't compare this with the real flights data no, that is still. going on. But yeah. it's just to explain the concept, and I think um, customers can now think about, hey, what is my data? What is the structure of the data? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm I'm putting when I'm calling OpenAI, I'm putting this structure here. And I, I will show you in the flow later where I put it. I put the instructions to explain OpenAI what, what I'm talking about, what, what we are talking about. And um, yeah, so just to so that you understand, it's just an example. And dear customer, think about your data, your structure, and and do you want to ask questions about your data that your application is not able to visualize? Yeah. So here you can have a conversation with your data. <laughs> Yeah. And so with I would like data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with 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 live data <laughs> in that case. Um and um so now I would like to know hey on which day I I know that I have not all the flight data on the world for every day. So where where what data do I have here? On which day are most of the flights scheduled? Um so here, this is just a chat, and I get a, a simple response. Yeah, so I get here the the question and the answer. We want to. So, how do we approach the question? How do we answer it? It tells me the SQL command, and then the result. So I'm I'm pasting this here just for documentation purpose because I I can also do learning and and so if if I have really complicated things that after only a a, a long conversation I get the answer I can put this result into my OpenAI learning model. And then if I ever ask a similar question, OpenAI knows already also to handle those more complex things. But Michael, what... before you continue, because I think this is already absolutely amazing. And, and I, I just want to re-emphasize. So you ask a natural question. Um, then then what, what Azure OpenAI did is what it was it understood what it's all about. And then it translated the question into a SQL query. So yeah. and, and this is this is so this is not something where you said, well, look, this is um, do a, a select yeah. on this table and then um, maybe ChatGPT helps you somehow with joining some information or creating some lookups. But in this case, Azure OpenAI really from just from the question, it generated the full SQL statement. And only, and, and we'll we'll take a look at the the prompt that you created in um, later on. I I hope, yeah, but yeah. by only providing the structure and and the the the, the references, yeah. And that when you showed this to me the first time, I I was absolutely amazed. And and I mean, yes, we are querying S flight data, but just think of the possibilities. And and I would say yes, we are doing SQL queries, but this. Could be potentially extended. Why not um, do the same thing for OData queries or or have some CDS views that we query? So this simple line here that you show with this with this answer that we got that is absolutely amazing from my point of view. Yeah. So here we see how the follow up works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm asking here how many flights per airline on that day. So. Uh, how it works in OpenAI in in Azure OpenAI. So I have to send back 
all the conversation I had before, I have to send it again because it's always a one shot. So OpenAI doesn't know um, what was before, like in the chat that I do with with uh, ChatGPT, because there I have cookies in my browser or it uh, mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it stores it anyway. Um, so here, that's the follow up question now. It, it knew I was talking about um, yesterday, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, and and now I would like to show you how I can also represent this. So I'm pushing this into the into the flow in a nicer format for me, so that uh, I can better consume. And um, so let's really go nice. Up. So this is now I have a table. Yeah, I have my conversation. There was the first question and the result. I do not send back the SQL again because it will confuse. Otherwise, I have troubles to to get out the latest SQL. Um, but I think that's enough if I send back the description, how we got to the first result. And then um, I have a follow up question, how many flights per airline? And then uh, the SQL command is I take this, take this out and then I create automatically this graph and um, get get this result. Yeah. Oh, really so. amazing. This is. I mean, on one hand, I mean, just to have those simple to use connector, it's one great stuff to enable to enable end to end scenario and connect the dots, really different dots. But to plug in the brain, so meaning not just use my brain, what kind of SQL statement I have to know it, you know, you have to know it, which is a one way to do it. And we were doing, I mean, um, Holger, you were also doing those kind of stuff. But here you're asking the brain, which is an uh, AI, okay, how can I do it? And it figure it out by itself, you know, without me having to know how to do it, right? So which yeah, is yeah. I, and now I, I will, would like to show you a more complicated question. I mean, that that is how many empty seats had Lufthansa in economy class in June 2023 each day? I mean, <laughs> uh, think about how you would get to the SQL command to find out this information. So, um, so all this information is somewhere in S-Flight? So, so in this demo no. database on the SAP system? It it's it. it um, it is spread over multiple tables. You have mm -hmm. to really understand. Uh, um, so you have the flights in one table. You have the seats maybe in another table. Yes. Uh, um, and then you have the seats of economy class, first class, business class. Uh, then you have you have uh, yeah different dates. You have the bookings. It's it's. I took this more complicated example so that. Um, we, we we get a grip about the capabilities of the the the, the SQL commands that it creates at the end. Um, so basically, you need to think about this SQL command which runs the query ac across the different table, those the joins, whatever you know, filter them. Yeah. So in the flow, we have already the result, and here here it comes. Let let's let's have a look on the nicer format. Um, I, I like this more. So. Um, so the SQL command, I mean, you see it's a little it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more complicated. And then you get the, the graph. Yeah, I mean, we have not all the days nice. because um, not on every day we have Lufthansa flights. So um, or did I did I ask for a Lufthansa flights? Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, LH. Yeah. So it, it translates also Lufthansa to the airline code. So it's, it's yet mm -hmm. another table where it goes to. Um, yeah. It's it's unbelievable, yeah. And uh, maybe and, and, and let me. I, 
why, why I also like this, especially in the context of low code, is you are not, or at least I assume you are not a SQL expert. So, so um, I, I guess you could look it up and Google and whatever, and then you would somehow end up with this or a, a similar um, SQL statement. But here you just express this in natural language. And then again, Azure OpenAI is able to translate this into this very complex SQL sta statement that we just saw. Yeah. So uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And my biggest learning was all actually, you know, you, you hear a lot of people telling, yeah, prompt engineering, that's the that's the future job. Yeah. And I, I wasn't really sure what that what that means. I mean, for sure, asking the right question is important. But um, by by working here uh, with the customer on this, uh, realizing that um, actually the only tuning we did was in the first place to improve here the instructions because we will send the instructions with every question. So in the instructions, we you see that uh, here the, the tables and what data they contain. Then this the, is basically what you showed us in the Excel in table the Excel, before. Yeah, and this is and you, this is how I I move it over to to OpenAI. Mm -hmm. Maybe how how we move it over. Let's have a look here in the in the HTTP request. So I call the URL, which is mm -hmm. in our uh, in our uh, uh, subscription, Azure and subscription. we have mm -hmm. we have the key, and then the message is sent in this format. So we do here this instruction. That's what we explain how the data model looks like. The question and temperature is also quite important. Um, the temperature is in this case set to zero because I don't want creativity. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe I should should send set it back to maybe zero dot three to have some creativity to think about more about how to combine the tables. But I wanted to avoid here a lot of uh, failures. So the temperature is set here to zero for the moment. And uh, the instruction, it was also a bit frustrating at times because I had um, the, it worked well for a couple of days and then suddenly was bad. And I thought, oh no, OpenAI is bad, it doesn't work, it's stu too stupid. <laughs> but then actually, um, because I, I told them, it, I told OpenAI it's an SAP HANA database. So I thought he would know everything. But actually, once I pointed to this documentation, the SQL reference guide, it Amazing. became a whole different thing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then, so again, you just told the prompt that there's additional information on a public website um, yeah. on how the SQL um, query for HANA would look like. And it used, and you could literally see how it improved if the quality of the results. Can you totally open that different. link on helpsub.com, please? <laughs> Just open yes. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this one, what you, yeah, here, that one, yeah. And that was, I mean, I, I know we, we had this discussion when when you told me, look, um, it's not working. Um, this this uh, the the quality is is yeah, not yeah. as good as it was before. And then there came the other message that you just yeah. added wow. this link yeah, or this yeah. reference to the problem, yeah. and all of a sudden it changed. And yeah, so for example, it's 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 suddenly using functions like month name. Yeah, mm. and before I had one, two, three, four uh, up yeah, to yeah, twelve, yeah. and then suddenly I have month name and I have generally so it, it it changed everything it it was and and another really um 
game changer was here. Um, let me let me take this first. Yeah, because sometimes I had the I got results that were just stupid. Yeah, and 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 mm -hmm. then I I sent, said this here: if an answer cannot be provided with the existing table and columns, explain yeah. it, explain it to me, and propose another question and answer in a, that that is similar. And then actually I realized I'm bad at languages actually because I was not precisely writing what I wanted, and uh, OpenAI. Understood you, somehow, hey, Michael, what, what you are asking is stupid. You should ask this. And then it provided me the, the, the nice result. That's really impressive. So basically, in some way, you in this example, you're already providing uh, an external data. I mean, not the data source, but the intelligence source. No, it is an external data source. It is a, the external data source, yes. I mean, in a, yeah. In, in a but it's sense, a public. Yeah. Through the chat the functionality, it's not just like, okay, I'm programming through the chat. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so I'm showing a little bit, yeah. What is the price of a beer at each airline? Before I got an SQL error or something like that, and 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 now I get um, um I would be surprised to now see the beer price in. In, because the beer airline. price is not there. Well, but it theoretically, maybe it would look up now the public websites of Lufthansa <laughs> and so. And I mean, so maybe, but then I should ask in the instruction about this. Um, yeah. While we are waiting, um, let me let me show you. Um, yeah, this is something I difficult to prepare. So let let me maybe show you how this worked out here. Um, so I ask how much revenue generates each plane. Yeah, please provide mm -hmm. the top uh, seven. And so it's not plane, it's an airplane. Yeah, so it 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 didn't uh, okay. understand me. So um, what I had at first was okay, it it provided the total revenue, and then I said, hmm, that's not what I want. Um, then I I did the follow up question and asked, hey. Which airplane types are there? And then it found the airplane types. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I said, okay, um, as we have the airplane types, we should be able to identify the revenue. And then I said, okay, revenue he doesn't know. So maybe it's bookings actually, where he you need to sum up the bookings to get to the revenue that can be uh, related to to the airplanes. And then I got the result. I got the revenue nice. per yeah. So. I think that 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 is a capability. I mean, talking to my SAP data and and find out new things that uh, I think this this is wow. extraordinary. I am impressed. It's just unlimited possibility, so to say. Really, kind of, it's just unlocking yeah. in an easy way. I mean, unlocking through the interfaces is already great stuff. You know, easy to use interface. But here, unlocking yeah. in the implementation and the knowledge. And and brain, so to say, it's another level. Yeah. yeah. So that's not actually also nice. We got an error, so that can also happen. And um, yeah, so troubleshooting is also nice. And you see here we have uh, the 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 post message, and very likely there are too many users using the OpenAI service. And uh, so I think maybe we have a, I don't know, an uh, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's just not 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 coming back. So it doesn't matter. I can I can cancel here or it will go into a timeout. And then let me let me ask the question again. 
So if something like this happens, I just uh, yeah, wait a bit and start from scratch. And uh, so and that want... is most likely because of the limitations that we currently have in our Azure subscription, that it's uh, throttled quite a lot um, because of this huge demand by customers and partners. But but hopefully, yeah. I mean, if, if you're using this, if you would really use this in a productive way, then you, you have different throttling limits, obviously. And then hopefully it would work. So that happens from time to time, but it's, it's not really a problem because uh, there's no time pressure, I think, for, for this kind of activities. So what's the beer price? Where's the answer? That's so the beer. given answer cannot be uh, provided because okay. there is no there was no column. So um, it's it proposes another oh, nice. question. Yeah. What is the uh, total revenue or bookings per month for each airline? Oh, <laughs> I, I I get a I get a, a, a big big uh, feedback. Yeah. Okay. So no beer. <laughs> yeah. No beer. <laughs> yeah. That's that's about it. So Michael, that is that is absolutely amazing, and I'm I'm so happy that that you could join us today because um when we when we first first talked about these scenarios, I I was really excited, and I I really thought this is something that um everyone should should take a look at. Um and as you said, I mean, I I, I guess you're not the Teams development expert, you're not the expert in C sharp, you're not the expert in in SQL, but Using all these low-code tools and, and 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 I guess I think you also said that you used ChatGPT quite a lot as well to help you um, create certain um, um, formulas and stuff like that, and it worked. So so I think that that that's also a beautiful example that um, with these technologies, yeah, I think uh, as Goran, sky is the limit. So so you can really yeah. build yeah. absolutely amazing scenarios. And yes, yeah. S flight might not be. The scenario that everyone is going to implement, but this is just a beautiful example. Now think of um, sales order data or your business partner information or, or all the other tables that are available in the SAP system. Yeah. So absolutely. it's yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah, cool. better start. Better start soon with well, OpenAI. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> so, so, so Michael, you you know what this means, right? I mean, um, last time you joined us and talked about some boring um, <laughs> um, automation stuff with infrastructure. Now you talked about some really cool teams and AI integrations. So for the next time when you join, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. <laughs> no, the third Absolutely. topic would be how to use the open AI to automate the SAP deployment. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are already talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Definitely cool, right. yeah, but cool, cool idea, yeah. And and I mean, we're also looking forward to to the ev evolution yeah, with GPT four. It I mean, we have more tokens, so then we can really enter in 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 a very long conversation with the data, yeah. And then if the data is maybe downloaded in on the blob space, and we have not anymore the SQL interface, I I think this. This this is just a start. It 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 will be yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward you. to some some new things from you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see you again. And uh. Yeah. For everyone else, see you next time. See Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.